Welcome to the With Beth podcast. I'm Beth Levis, creator of Edible Collagen Brand by Beth. Like so many of us, I've always been intrigued by stories of empowerment. Whether that story is about career, business, a health challenge, or a more personal journey. I deeply admire those who can overcome obstacles and come out on top. So please join me as I speak to some incredible Australians who have inspiring experiences to share. I have the amazing Samantha Harris in the studio with me today. Samantha is one of Australia's most successful models. Beginning her career at just 13 years of age, she was featured on the cover of Vogue Australia at 18, making her the second Indigenous woman to do so. 17 years later, she is still creating an impact by using her public profile and voice for greater impact and social change. She is passionate about stamping out racism and empowering Indigenous Australians. She's also World Vision Australia's first female First Nations Goodwill Ambassador and is part of the World Wildlife Fund Indigenous Ranger Management Program. In this episode, she talks about what it's been like to be part of the fashion industry's changing image over the last few decades and what still needs to be done to cultivate more inclusion. Hi, Sam. Great to see you. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. So you turned 32 this year and been working for almost two decades, which is crazy. There doesn't seem to be anything slowing you down anytime soon. How have you sustained such a long career in such a cutthroat industry? Um, I think I've sustained my career. Obviously, you know, I have a good network around me. You know, I have a very supportive husband, very supportive family, an amazing agency. And I think, as you said, within my two decades of my career, which is a very long time, just being true to myself. I love my job and I love what I do. But again, you know, I've said this many of times when I come home and, you know, back to my place, I'm just Samantha, but, you know, just a regular person. Um, when I'm out shooting and working, I adore what I do. But um, yeah, I just try and stay grounded and stay true to myself. Fabulous. I love it. Do you have more freedom now to do the work you really care about? Yes, I do. I have a lot more freedom. Um, I'm very passionate about sustainability and raising awareness of, you know, certain topics. I'm very lucky to be able to do what I love and still choose things that kind of align more with my values now, which is very special. Yeah, lucky. Can you tell us about those roles that you play with World Vision Australia and the World Wildlife Fund? You know, why these causes so important to you? Uh, Well, let's first start off with World Vision Australia. I actually had no idea that World Vision Australia, they went out to remote Indigenous communities and they do wonderful things all around the world, but it hit really close to home, obviously, being Indigenous Mm. myself and to hear all the wonderful things that they do that made me want to be aligned with them even more. And I think I always say two years ago, it was not two years ago because obviously COVID and it yes. feels like this one big year. I think a few years ago, I went with my mum with, well, with World Vision this. and it Vogue. looked incredible. Yeah. So we went there and we got to, you know, go to remote Indigenous communities, which I've never been to. My mum's never been to and see firsthand the, you know, amazing things World Vision does. They go into the communities. Everyone loves them in there. Like all the kids love them and it's like a real big family orientated thing. And, um, yeah, they just go in and ask, you know, for instance, some might not have phones, so they'll hook up a landline or internet and they just ask them what, you know, resources they need to continue to live, a, you know, a happy life and lifestyle that they, they continue to live, which I think is really special. So they're not necessarily going in and putting pressure on them to do this or do that. And yeah, they're working with them and with the elders and the leaders, which I think is really special. What really touched my heart is, you know, not only be able to share that with my mum and, you know, go along with World Vision, but we also we went into a lot of the schools. The school's quite small. It's probably, I think from like 
year seven, well, actually kindergarten all the way through to year 12. So it's a very small school. And we go in there and we just, we sit down, we just chat to the girls and just, you know, I tell them about my story. Mum's sitting up there next to me um, and she tells them about my story too. (laughs) But just inspiring them because they are so remote. They don't get many guests or many visitors coming into the school. And they're so excited just to see someone like, who knows, they might not even care that I was a model. They would have just been more excited that actually someone took the time to come into their school and sit down, have a chat with them. But also to see that someone's achieved something. Yeah. You know, like you said, it's not just the modelling industry. Yeah. And particularly if they're living so remote, it'd be so inspirational for them to see someone that's gone and achieved a career of yeah. their dreams. Because a lot of these kids, as you said, they're so remote. So they have to travel, you know, when they get to secondary school, they have to travel away mm-hmm. and stay away from their families. And, I, you know, I would tell them when I was younger, obviously, I don't didn't live remote, but I had to travel away from my family. So just generally telling them, you know, if something, if it's something that you want to do and you want to pursue in your life, you know, sometimes you need to not sacrifice, but just be away from your family a little longer. Or, you know, it's not forever and I've done it. You know. Make those brave steps. Yeah, exactly. Yes, if, yeah. If, to where you want to get in life. Yeah, that's really important messaging. And like I said, so special that you did this trip with your mom. Yes. And can you tell me why was it so special for your mom? Like what, what really impacted her personally? Uh, what impacted her personally? I don't, well, first of all, my mom actually has never been to Western Australia. So that in itself is a huge thing. My mom's not a fan of flying and traveling long distance. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing to get her on the plane. I think herself, she hasn't been to remote communities like that before mm-hmm. and, you know, to see how these little kids are and she met the families and, um, you know, she even got some of their numbers. My mum was a massive hit over there. and That's so um, nice. Yeah, I think, you know, she was just, she made so many friends and so many different connections because she, she's from Tweed Heads but they just, I don't know, it's like my mum had known these you know, knowing these people for so long, mm. like they just clicked straight away. And again, for my mum to see what World Vision's doing firsthand, you know, my mum didn't have the best upbringing, but to see all the wonderful things World Vision are doing for, you know, our people. Yes. She was so proud and she was so honoured and she kept thanking World Vision. And yeah, it was really, it was really lovely to share that with my mum. Yeah. And I can imagine also a really humbling experience yeah. too. Like it just makes you really, it gives you perspective on your own life. Exactly. And everything you've achieved. A different story, but a different experience for myself. Like I took our yeah. family and we visited schools in Cambodia. Oh, wow. And it was very eye-opening for my yeah. children and, and such a beautiful, heartwarming um, and humbling experience. Yeah. And it will be forever in our hearts and in our memories. And I think it taught them a lot of lessons. So, no, you know, really no, special beautiful. that you managed to achieve that and the work that you're doing is incredible. So take me back to Fashion Week and talking yes. about Indigenous Fashion Week. You were lucky enough to go and witness the inaugural first Indigenous fashion show. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and the things that you noticed on the day? It was so special to, you know, witness the first Indigenous fashion show at Sydney Fashion Week. Not only, you know, I've been modelling for 17 years, this has never happened. And to to be able to sit down and witness it and watch all the beautiful Indigenous designs come out, there were singers, there was dancers. It wasn't it was so much more than just a fashion show. It was our culture, our history. And just seeing the designs, it's not just a beautiful dress. Again, there's there's a story behind it all. It's it was so special to be a part of it and just yeah, like 17 years later and it finally happened, but just to witness it and be a part of it was so special and yeah. I wasn't lucky enough to be there, but I did see a lot of the footage and it yeah. did look incredible. But oh, and, it was beautiful. And something I noticed as well, there's a lot of people crying in the audience. Yes. Um, do you want to talk to me a little bit more about why you think they were crying and what sort of impact this had on them? 
was such a special moment and hundreds of years in the making where, you know, Indigenous culture is, you know, people are looking around and proud to see Indigenous culture and, you know, I think 200 years ago that, you know, that would never, not even 200 years ago, 50 years ago, that would have never happened. It was just a proud moment for, I think, Indigenous people, our heritage, and to show what we can do. There's so much more to Indigenous culture than, you know, what you might see little snippets on TV. The beautiful, you know, dancing, the beautiful designs, um, the beautiful models. It, yes. it was just all Indigenous culture in, all kind of all wrapped up in one. Everyone got to sit down and watch a beautiful runway show and, yes. you know, performances. Oh, it, it really was incredible. Like I said, I wasn't there, unfortunately, yeah. but I saw all the behind the scenes footage and um, yeah. the front of house footage, and it was really emotional and impactful and very special, and yeah. will always be in my mind, definitely in yeah. terms of something that's such a high impact in the. Fashion industry. So, you know, it should have happened years ago, but it's so wonderful that we're shining a light on it now. Yeah. What a great achievement. Yeah. 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 Very special. Yeah. And then the Wildlife Fund. Yeah. Um, WWF. Who doesn't love animals? Like, you know, it, it was a no-brainer. I love animals. And, again, if I can raise awareness for such a, you know, a promising cause and an amazing cause, I'm so happy to be a part of it, so happy that they even, you know, considered me to be a goodwill ambassador for them. So, yeah, again, it's just, as I said earlier, just aligning brands and, you know, charities yeah. with my values. With your values, yeah. yeah. I know. I really appreciate that. That's something I've really tried to achieve in my own personal life. Yeah. And, and, and it's something that's not easy either. I think um, a lot of people struggle to find their true identity and to live life to their values. And and in a nutshell, I think maybe COVID actually helped people in this sense. It really brought to each individual's attention where their values are and gave them a good opportunity to realign their lives. Exactly. uh, That's amazing work that you're doing. Congratulations. Yeah. By Beth is an Australian edible beauty brand that celebrates local ingredients and sustainable practices. All of our formulations use 100% Australian bovine collagen, which is clinically proven to hydrate the skin from within, strengthen hair and nails, and support overall gut health. Grass-fed and pasture-raised, our collagen is of the highest quality available. We also use native Australian botanical extracts selected for their antioxidant properties. By turning our attention to the abundance of Australia, we support the local economy and have full transparency over our supply chain. Taking our collagen couldn't be easier. Simply add to your favourite drink, stir to dissolve and sip. At By Beth, our biggest beauty inspiration is nature. So our packaging materials have been selected for their environmental credentials and minimal footprint. All of our products are plastic free and our signature vessel is refillable. We invite you to welcome in a new ritual and watch your beauty abound. So talking about Aboriginal heritage, how do you think it's shaped your identity? That's a tough one because, you know, I've just, you know, just grown up being in Indigenous heritage. I think in the way of shaping my identity, when I first started modelling, there was no other Indigenous model that I knew of at the time. Little 13-year-old Samantha was the only one. You know, I think in that aspect, you know, growing up in the industry, being one of the only, you know, Indigenous models at my time, it has shaped me to be more of a role model and wanting to see more Indigenous boys and girls out there in the fashion industry, whether it's modelling, you know, if they want to be in fashion, a photographer, all those kinds of, all that different kind of work. Again, um, how has it shaped me? Just, I want to do more for my community. I want to raise awareness and issues and topics that need to be heard and told. I just want to see 
you know, just more of Indigenous people thriving in what they do. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the fashion industry, just in every aspect of life. Yeah, amazing. Really be proud of your heritage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wonderful. So you've you've touched on this, but my next question really was, you know, how do you want young Indigenous girls to feel about themselves when they see your photos in magazines or on billboards? Like what sort of messaging do you want there? You know, I've had some young girls reach out to me on social media saying the first time they saw me in a magazine, you know, for Girlfriend Magazine, all the way back in 2004, they looked at me and thought, you know, I'm like her. Mm. They could resonate, you know. They could relate to They could relate to me, which I think, which is, that's what I want them to do to this day. But also see me in magazines or, you know, see me on TV or wherever and want to be the best version of themselves. Again, you know, it's not all about modelling, but that's my, obviously my choice of career, but if they want to be a doctor, look, Samantha's doing what she wants to do. I can do what I want to do. Yes. Yeah. And I think that translates to, like you said, all industries yes. and everyone's dreams, no matter what their background. Really important messaging. Yeah. You know? So in your 17 years as a model, you've both led and witnessed the changing portrait of Australia's fashion industry, becoming a trailblazer in representation of First Nations people in magazines, catwalks and editorial campaigns alike. Can you describe what impact that has had on you personally to be a part of such a seismic change? It's wonderful to see. Again, you know, when I started, there weren't very many Indigenous models or diversity, I guess you could say, in the fashion industry. And now 2022, we have Indigenous runways, you know, showcasing not only the beautiful clothes and designs, but artworks and all, you know, weaving and all different kind of aspects of Indigenous culture. You see all beautiful girls on in campaigns now, all different body shapes, all different body sizes all different ethnicities, which I think is wonderful. So It really is, and I've noticed that too. Yeah. I've got, I attend Fashion Week each each year. I'm very lucky to be able to do that and also on some of the runways internationally. Yeah. And um, just to see that change in diversity, like you said, and also yeah. different age groups. Yeah. It's really wonderful to see because that really is much more representative of the community that we live in. Exactly. And everyone can look at someone in a shoot and be like, that's what uh, that looks on like that particular girl. So that's what it would look like on me. Yes. So, you know, it's making, you know, fashion relatable to everyone. It's mm-hmm. not it's not a bloody glove. It's not one size fits all, no, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's that's the general rule with life, yes. I think. Yes. <laughs> so do, do you think the industry still has a lot more work to do? And how can we foster more diversity, inclusivity and representation with within Australian fashion. All we can do is keep moving forward. You know, I've obviously, you know, we're just at the start of diversity and all that kind of stuff. So I think just moving forward and just representation of everyone, the Australian public, we're so diverse and so multicultural. I think just keep that ball rolling, keep raising awareness where there needs to be and things like that. So yes. just keep talking. I feel like if you don't talk about it, it just kind of gets lost in the background. So Correct. as yes. long as you keep bringing the topics up, that'll keep the ball rolling. So Raising the awareness. Yes. Um, do you have a favourite shoot or job that you've worked on? All my shoots I've loved. I've, you know, when I first started modelling, I thought I'd be in, the, in like Kmart catalogues and Big W. Yes. Like that was my kind of pinnacle. So yes. I've been very fortunate, very lucky. Well, you to- really triumphed above that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, just all my jobs. But obviously, my obviously highlight is my Vogue cover. Mm. You know, it's yes. not only just to be on the cover of Vogue, but to be the second Indigenous woman to ever be on the cover. Like, yes. I don't think there'll be much more that'll be able to top that. That That is really uh, something that is so substantial and yeah. I can only imagine how proud you must feel of that. Um, oh, I'm so proud. My mum, she's even prouder. She's 
got it framed, like the original cover. That's so sweet. It's like anti-fade or never fade and so she's very Oh, no, that's so <laughs> she's sweet. She's gone above and beyond. You've obviously got a really close bond with your mum, which is also yeah. so wonderful. What a wonderful experience when you, you got to uh, experience the trip you did up to the Northern Territory oh, as well. We, we had a great time. She's She hates flying, so I kind of had to lie to her because we flew from Melbourne to Broome, so I had to lie to her and say it was only a three-hour flight, but it was like probably like a six-hour flight. And, <laughs> but when she got there, she was a hit. Everyone loved her. Everyone forgot about me. My mum was the hit. So funny because I do that to my kids all the time yeah. <laughs> on driving. How yeah. long until we're there? Like, I'm like, an hour. Oh, it's like <laughs> exactly, but it's actually ten. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, has there ever been a time where you have wanted to step away from the public life that you're in? I wouldn't say step away, but I think being in the public eye again. Even me saying this, I, sometimes I don't feel like I'm in the public eye again. Mm. You know, I'm Samantha Harris. I'm just a model. Go do my job. Come home. But one thing again with online and you know social media. People can just, you know, people just say what they want or like media just print an article that's just, it's not even true or just, it's just a scraping the bottle of the barrel kind of article and you're just like, oh my God, like get the worst picture and you're just like, or make up this rubbish story and you're just like, really? Like, I'm sure there's more important things going on in the world. Yes. But I think like as a younger girl, like it would really affect me and just bother me. But now being older, as I just said, like, you know, there's more important things going in the world and I, I look at it and I'm like... Really? Yeah. Is, is this all you got? Yeah. 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 Kind really. of just shrug it off and just yeah. carry on my merry way. Another really important question I want to ask is what makes you feel empowered today? What makes me feel empowered today? I think just being the best version of myself, really. Mm-hmm. I've been in the industry for 17 years and when I was younger, I would always compare myself to someone like, I don't look like this girl, my body doesn't look like that. Or I think every woman or maybe people, just people in general would compare themselves to other people. Probably that's what humans do. Yes. But, um, yeah, just being older, just being the best version of myself and just being comfortable comfortable and confident with who I am. Yeah. Yeah. A few fun questions now. Yeah. Okay. So after decades in the fashion industry, can you share any secrets, please? Any secrets? Well, I'm a, I love beauty and skincare and everything like that. My skincare re- regime is quite simple. But, I love simple. Yeah, but I think, you know, simple is effective, efficient, you know, in and out, you're done. I'm using just Cetaphil. Again, this sounds really boring, but I'm literally using just a Cetaphil cleanser and moisturizer. I use obviously SPF every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I've really been doing, it's only once a week, but I go to a cryo on the Northern Beaches. So yes. you know what cryo is? Uh, I know what it is and I've been meaning to try it, but it's every so time good. I book an appointment, I chicken out. So it, <laughs> It's really good. Like the cryo I go to, um, the window comes down. So mm-hmm. you know how it, you're all kind of enclosed? Yes. In? yes. I, I nearly had a nervous breakdown when they, I was like banging on the door. Um, so the window comes down and it's cold, but it's not that bad. So that's good for your skin and your joints and everything. But I've also, they do a facial, it's um, non-invasive, it's called cryo facelift. Cryo facial, yeah. But it says, it does say facelift, but it's, no, I don't think it gives, it doesn't give you a facelift, but um, <laughs> it's, they use hot and cold, like they kind of, they put a, an, a gel on you and they kind of, you know, hot and cold on your skin. Yes. Like it just reduces fine lines, not that I'm old, but like I've got pigmentation on my skin, minimizing all that. And you just walk out and you just, you literally, you feel like a million bucks when you leave. Me and my husband go in there once a week and it's the most relaxing and beautiful thing. And I think that would be one of my main kind of beauty tips, beauty secrets. Okay. You've convinced me to try You have to go. Okay. What does your daily menu have on it? Something that you have every day. Something that I have every day. Eggs. 
Hey, that's really boring, but I do like, I do like eggs. Yep. And do you take supplements? Oh, I take a multivitamin, mm-hmm. but um, other supplements, I take a beauty collagen. Yes. Like, okay. you know, I don't think I'm going to look 10 years younger, but yep. like it's good for your hair, skin and nails. So Correct. I add yep. that to my coffee in the morning. Yep. Good on you. Yeah. And what about exercise and beauty regime? Exercise, I just, well, I walk my dog. I have quite a big dog. I have um, an English bull terrier, so he's a big Beautiful. boy. Beautiful, yeah. I've seen that on he's, Instagram. He's very cute, yeah. isn't he? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I walk him and I've just started doing back at F45, so I'm really enjoying that. I love F45. It's really, and it yeah. just, it, like sometimes it's really, it's very torturous, but yes. it's, it's, it's over <laughs> before you know it, so it's great. Correct, yeah. No, I couldn't agree yeah. more. And my last one, um, what does the future hold for you? Just hopefully, you know, I still continue working, have a family one day. Like yeah. I keep saying one day and I'm like, the to- the clock keep like I keep getting older and I'm like, one day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, just continue to work and just see where life takes me. Keep ticking those boxes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good on you. Thank you so much for your time today, no, thank Samantha. You. I really appreciate it. Not a problem. Um, and helping us shine a light on such important points as well and talking about your stories of empowerment. It's, um, yeah, I've really loved it. Thank oh, you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the With Beth podcast. For show notes and more information about today's podcast and by Beth, head to www.bybeth.com.